0: Learning Daaf, we're beginning at the bottom of Gimel Alf. So he said in the Brahisa that there's three reasons why you're not allowed to go into a churva because of cheshad, they you're doing an Aveir, because of ma'pilas, it might collapse on you, and because of ma'zikim, but the spiritual ma'zikim, that might harm you. So the might wonder why do I need all these three reasons? Why do I need the reason of Khashad the people who suspect you're doing an Aveira, the Anyway, it's not allowed because it might collapse on you. So If it's new, if it just recently fell, so usually it's still sturdy and it's not going to fall again. That's not a concern. The table came but still, you're not going to go in there because of the mazikim that might harm you. Betray. Well, if two people are going in, then mazikim will not harm them. So that's why you need the reason of chashad. But the Gemara asks, if it's two people going in, there's also no chashad. When do two people go together to do an affair with a woman? The Gemara says, betray the priest. No, if there's two people and they're fruits and they are people that always do avera, so then they might actually be going together to do an avera. So in the case of two people that are prutzim that are going into a new churva, there's no concern of mapilus, there's no concern of mazikim, but there's still a concern of chad. Then the other thing where it says, why do I need the reason that it might collapse on you? but anyway; you can't go in. Mishum, shum or mazikim because they're doing an avera, because of mazikim. So the Gemara says, betray, betray. It. If it's two people, two kosher people that don't usually do averas, so then since there's two people, there's no mazikim. Since the kosher, there's no chashad. So the only reason why you shouldn't go there is because it might collapse on you. Now, why do you ever need the reason that the mazikim will harm you? Anyway, it's also because of the suspicion that people have and it might collapse. So the Gemara says, if it's a new churva, it's not going to collapse. If it's two people that are kosher, so that no one is going to suspect them. So the only reason why it's also is because of the mazikim. But the Gemara says, he betrayed, if there's two people going in, Mazikim Naim there's also no Christian of Mazikim. So he says, yes, but in a place where we know there are Mazikim, so then we're concerned they're going to be Mazik, even two people. So two people going into a place where Mazikim or Shchiach, if it's new and it's not going to fall, and they're cautious and there's no concern of Chashad, there's still the issue of Mazikim. You buy some, or alternatively, it could also be in a case of one person, he's going into a new Churva, so there's no issue that it's going to fall. The Koi B'davran, it's situated out in the field, far away from people. The awesome Ha'asam, because they are far away from people, Mishum chashad, like there's no The Ya'isha a woman, is never found in the field. They're scared to go there. So the only is practically doing an efeira. Mishum azikimik, but it's only one person going. There's still the concern of mazik. Tan Rabban, and the Gormings of So we saw him in Aleph that the night is divided into either three Mishmaras, or four Mishmaros. So that's the Makhlai Kisirah. Arba Mishmaros, Avya Alayla Divir Rabbi. the night is divided into four Mishmaros, according to Rabbi. Rabbi Nasson, it's only divided into three Mishmaros. My time with Rabbi Nasson, what's the reason? Meaning, what's the source of Rabbi Nasson that the night is divided into three Mishmaros? Let's see what's what in the Pasuk. Ba Yehav Gidon, Umei Aisha, Gidon, and a hundred people that were with him, they came, to the edge of the encampment, at the beginning of the Middle Ashmaris. So if it refers to it as the middle one, Tana is the price, So I'm out the word Tana. Tichona means that there's something before it and after it. You don't call it Tichona unless there's something before and after. So obviously, if there's a middle, there's something before, there's something after, and that means there's a total of three. Rabbi, now what does Rabbi do with that? Rabbi says my Tichona. What does it mean? The middle one. It means Achas mina Tichona sheba one of the middle ones of the two middle ones, meaning there's two middle ones, and he got there at the beginning of one of the two middle ones. I mean, rejects that. What do you mean? Miksif about does it say one of the middle of the middle ones? Tichonu, it says the middle. In other words, obviously, it's more likely that it means that there's one middle, and there's one before and one after, and there's only three. So that's Ibn Asin's Makar. Rabbi hold that he can explain it. My time is the the reason for Rabbi, meaning what does Rabbi see for sure that there is four? You can't prove it from another's pasuk. Maybe you can explain that away, but you can't prove from there that there is four mishmar. So, Amr Bizrika, Amr Am Amr Rabbi Ami, Levi. Rebbe gets it from the following tuppzakin. One pasuk says, "Chatzos la'ila akum David says, "I get up in the layla, the middle of the night, to uh, to thank you for your righteous laws." and there is another pasuk that says, Kiru My eyes precede two mishmaros, meaning I get up before two mishmaros. So David Melch gets up at Chatzos Halayla, and he also gets up before two mishmaros. Hakai okay, said, how does that work? How could it be that he's getting up both at Chatzos Halayla and two mishmaros before the end of the night? Ah, our mishmaros Halayla. The night must be four mishmaros. If the night is four mishmaros and you get up at Chatzos, that's in between the first two and the last two. So he's also getting up before two mishmars. Rabbi Nassim, how does Rabbi Nassim explain this pasuk? Rabbi Nassim, also like Yeshua. he also can The like Yeshua. It says in the Mishnah later, Rabbi Yeshua, ad that the man, the soof of the man, is three hours into the day. You can read Kriyash Mah Shacharis three hours into the day, even though it says, Uvkumecha, that the Zman of Shachris, Kriyash mashal is when people are waking up. Because it's the Derech of Molachim to get up until three hours. Most people get up early, they got to go to work. The kings don't have to work, they sleep in. So it's called Uv on account of the Molachim who get up. So according to that, we could say that David Melech is saying, I get up, I wake up, two Mishmaros before all of the other kings. How is it two Mishmaros? It's not literally two mishmaras during the night, but it's the equivalent of two mishmaras. because you have six hours from Salaila until the end of the night. If you're tired the Imam, and then two more into the day, because he said, only get up in the third hour. Havulu, so that's a total of two mishmaras. Eight hours is the equivalent of two mishmaras. That's what David Malachi was saying. I get up two mishmaras before everybody else. Ravashi Yama, Ravashi did another shot. It could be that according to Binahsan, Mishmar Ganami Mishmar is You can call a Mishmar and a half. You can call them two mishmaras. You're not going to call. You're not going to refer to a Mishmar and a half as one Mishmar. You might refer to a Mishmar and a half as two Mishmaros. That's what David Malach was saying. My eyes get up a Mishmar and a half, which is really the better part of two Mishmaros before um, for the morning. So he brought one member of Rabbi Zerika and the name of Rabbi Ami and the name of Rabbi Levi and now we're bringing another one. He says, You're not allowed to talk in front of a dead body. Only things that are related to the mates, The halachas of the maids. Things pertaining to the maids. We're only saying this about different tair, Meaning you shouldn't go and learn Gemara and Arashi and Atesos and Zechilushim that have nothing to do with the mates. And Rashi explains because there's a problem of you're mocking a poor person. This person who's now dead no longer has the opportunity to learn. So if people around him are going to learn they're sort of mocking him. So therefore you can't speak but words of the world just that's not a problem. And another Rashi says We didn't say this rather even the meaning even the beta, you can't talk, and certainly you can't talk merely the alma, not the beta. So, according to the second Lashan, you can't talk about anything that doesn't have to do with the maze. Not only Torah, even just Sam um, talking. And we said that David and Melech woke up in the middle of the night at Chatzos. In fact, the Gemara with David, the David and Melech get up at Chatzos, La'ilah, Mayurta and Melech got up at the beginning of the night. The says in another passage, I got up early in the night, meaning in the beginning of the evening, and I cry out to Hashem. Now first we have to establish, how do we know, from where do we know that neshef means the beginning of the night? The Siddharth says, which is, you know, when the day is ending, when the day is setting, in the middle of the night, of the, you know, the darkness of the night. So Neshef means the beginning of the night. So it's istira. Did David Melech wake up at Chatzos Layla? Or did he wake up at at the beginning of the evening? So Amr B'Shea, Amr Biacha, Hachika Amar. This is what David Melech was saying. Me Olam loy over like Chatzos Layla. And never did Chatzos Layla pass me by while I was sleeping. Meaning sometimes I got up at at the beginning of the night. And other times I slept a little bit. But I never was sleeping when Chatzos Layla came. That's one terence. The second third Until chatos layla, David the was sleeping, or dozing like a horse. A horse doesn't really lie down to sleep, he sleeps standing up. It's called dozing. So David Mellech never actually slept. So he could say, I was already awake. He was, you know, in and out of consciousness dozing, but he was certainly somewhat awake also. And we kind of from then and on, from chatos, then he strengthened himself like a lion and he was completely awake. So both split are true. And Avash and Ravashi says the third time. Until Khatoslai he was awake and he was Osik in Torah. After that, he was Osik Bishyos Vatishbach singing songs and praises of Hashem. When exactly he slept, so that's apparently not so clear. Vineshef, we said, is Urtahu. Is that true? Nashef is evening. Isn't Nashef the morning? Like it, says, it says David hit them, he, he fought with them from Nashev until Erev the next day. Maila does it not mean meet from the morning, until the you know the evening, the following day. So the says, no. It doesn't mean that it means from one night until the next night. Nashev means the one night until Erev meaning the following night. But the Gemara says if that's what it means, lift within the Tershit right. The navi should write me'a nashef a nashef, or mei arab arab. Should be consistent from one nashef to the next nashef, from one arab to the next arab. Why do you write from nashef until arab? It's very clear that nashef and arab are two different things. So there it, there, it does seem like nashef means the morning. So rather so, says rava tray nashri haver. There's two things that could be called nashef. Rashi explains the word nashef means to jump. So nashaf lalya, the night jumps va'aso yomam and the day comes. And also, Nasheh Shalom, the day Elia, and the night comes. So that transition from night to day, day to night, is called Nashaf. So you have Nashef of the night, and you have Nashef of the day. Now, then there's another problem. David and Melech, we said, woke up exactly at Chatzos. In fact, the Gemara for David, Elia and Melech, did David and Melech know? Could David and Melech have known when the middle of the night was? Hashtam, O'shera Beinu, and now O'shera didn't even know. And O'shera who didn't know when Chatzos Layla was. Yes, because it says in the parish of Makas Bukharis, Moshe tells, At around midnight, I'll go out and be trying to kill the Bukharis. What does it mean, around Bukharis? If you're going to say that a Kadesh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu, I'm going to come around Bukharis, you're Kamishmayas, your Suffolk to a Kadesh Baruch Hu, knows when he's coming. It's got to be a Kadesh Baruch who said, I'm coming at Bukharis. El Adama it's got to be that a said to Maishu Rabbeinu b'chatzos. but then he, Maishu Rabbeinu, came, came, he told Paro, kechatzos. Even though the b'chatzos said to him b'chatzos, Maishu Rabbeinu told Paro around chatzos. Why? I'm he said he was misuppet. Pesos explains that even though a told him b'chatzos, and Maisha could rest assured that it was going to be b'chatzos, but he didn't want to tell Paro that because he couldn't prove it to Paro. So you see Maishu Rabbeinu wasn't able to prove it. He didn't know exactly what chatzos was. If David Abiyah, then it doesn't make sense, then David wouldn't know. How did David know? Where did any Chachma come from if not through Maishu Rabbeinu? If Maishu didn't know, how could David know? So the Gemara explains, no, David David had a Siman. He didn't have a Chachma that Maishu Rabbeinu didn't have. He had a simon. He was, oh, to have a simon? Maishu Rabbeinu didn't have the simon. What was the sign of David? There was a kinar, a violin, a harp, some kind of a musical instrument. Hanging above the bed of David Melech, became Shigiyah Chatsolz Laila. When Chatsolz Laila came, Baruch finest alone wind came from the north. and the was it blew at the uh, the instrument Umenagin and it played music on its own, and that was Davin Melech's alarm clock. Miyad, Hayah Oyem, immediately he would arise, and that's really the the conclusion of the Gemara, the proof of the Gemara that David Melech was able to know what Chatsolz was without actually having the knowledge that Maisha didn't have. But we're going to conclude here the whole story of what David Melech did. So the alarm clock went, and immediately Yaomed would get up, until the morning. When the morning came, the Chachm so came into him. They had an appointment with him. They said, The name of the king. the your nation, they need money. So first he tells them, So go and be supported one from the other. In other words, let the ashirim, the wealthy, give to the poor. Armageddon, said to him, A little fistful is not going to satisfy a lion. Meaning the little bit that we can get from there is not enough for everybody. And then they said something else. A bar, a pit, doesn't become full from what you dig out of it. In other words, if you want to fill up a pit, you've got to bring in dirt from the outside. You can't dig out dirt from the middle of the bar and then dump it back inside. It's never going to get full. So said to them, all right, stretch out your hands, meaning in battle, go and conquer other lands, annex them to Eretz bring more money into the Malchus uh, of Eretz Yisrael. So immediately, how do they go about doing that? They take advice from Achitofel, he was the advisor, how do we go, who do we attack, where do we attack, what's our battle strategy, the battle plan? Then they get Rishus, a hetter, to go to battle from the Sanhedrin, the shailim b'irim etumim. They ask b'irim etumim on the kain if they're going to succeed. Rav Yissof Shavresi says, "Michael, what's the pasuk? Where do we see that this was the order of the events, the sequence of events? Achitayvil, and then it's anhedrin, and then b'irim etumim. The it says in the pasuk, 'Veachir achitayvil.' After they asked achitayvil, then it was b'nayav ben yo'ada, and then avyasar, and then sared zivolam el chiyav. So is the zayyot achitayvil. That refers to the one who gives the advice. They first went for his advice." Like the pasuk also says, like, the advice that Achitov would give in those days it was Kasha It was almost like asking a navi. The advice was always right on. Then it says He was next, and that refers to the Sanhedrin. He was the head of the Sanhedrin. Vav avyasar He was the kind god That refers to asking him about the year. It also says Ben was before the crazy and the place First they asked Ben Yada. Synhedrin, and then he has a crazy place. He the Uri and him